it's Dr. Brian McDonough, and welcome to Coronavirus Today for Saturday, August 8th, 2020. Right now in the world, 19,405,013 cases in the United States. We're approaching 5,4,942,747 cases. Obviously, we have many more than that. If uh, we were testing more, it could be as much as um, probably 7 to 15 times as many cases. Uh, In the world, there are 721,906 deaths. In the United States, uh, we continue to rise 161,367 deaths. A little bit about testing. I did want to talk about that. Um, There's two types of tests. Diagnostic tests, which actually tell you who's actively infected, as well as antibody tests who show you who was infected before. Now, according to the Food and Drug Administration, and certainly you don't want to use a test that's not FDA approved. According to the FDA, the first test was developed on March 12th in the United States, or approved at least for release. Right now, um, as of recording today, um, on August 8th, there are 166 tests that have been FDA approved. Now you wonder, why are we having trouble with tests? I mean, people are saying we, we can't get tests. How are we gonna get tests? We have to realize the biggest concern isn't necessarily the tests, it's supplies. For some reason, we're really low on supplies. Things like swabs and reagents, and and they're not necessarily available. The other issue is the ability for labs to process these tests. I mean, you ideally want to get a test back in a day or two, because if someone thinks they're positive, you want to get them out of circulation, you want to do contact tracing. In other words, find out who's been exposed to a positive person and make sure that person is tested as well and get the results fast. If you don't get the results for a week or 10 days, which it can take, the average is about five days right now. If you don't get it for a week or 10 days, a person might think they're negative and go out into the public. And and that's a concern because you stop spread by reducing the people that are out there. The other issue is false negatives versus false positives. I can tell you that um, we see very few, relatively very few false positives. When people are positive, they're usually positive. But in some of these tests, uh, even the FDA approved ones, depending on which ones you have, such as saliva, uh, maybe get a nasal swab, which isn't going as high up in the nose, those things, you could have a 20% false negative. That means that one out of five people who are negative could theoretically be positive. So. What that means then is if you've been exposed and um, certainly you should be tested, but if you have symptoms, you really have to take the testing seriously. And if you get a negative and continue to have symptoms, you probably would need a repeat. So finally, what are the symptoms we're worrying about? You know, they've been changing that a bit over time um, as we learn more. Obviously, the biggest symptom that we look for with everybody pretty much is fever, cough, shortness of breath. Uh, People who have COVID can get chills and muscle pain. One of the findings we have noticed quite a bit is a new loss of taste or smell. And one of the things that we've really noticed recently that I think weren't in the initial recommendations or really weren't thought about much is vomiting and diarrhea. Uh, Those symptoms are associated with COVID-19. Now remember, each and every one of these symptoms can be caused by other things and not COVID. But when you get them, you think you've had an exposure or you get a constellation, like a whole grouping of them, I'd worry about it. And of course, the other thing is um, a sore throat. So if you get one of those symptoms, you certainly should call your doctor. You could get a telehealth appointment. You could find out about testing. Um, You certainly want to do that. And if you get a severe case, something like significant difficulty breathing, 
pressure in the chest, disorientation, confusion, uh, bluish lips, you know, uh, your face is getting, um, basically you're really struggling. Obviously you can call an emergency room, let them know you're arriving and get in there and be seen. Most doctor's offices won't see you in those situations only because they have a waiting room full of people and the emergency departments are definitely very well prepared with PPE. So this is kind of an update here on August 8th of some facts you may know, some you don't. I know there's just so much information out there. I just wanted to give you uh, the latest, what I'm seeing on the front lines and what we're doing as physicians to try to keep you up to date. Again, the more informed you are, the better you'll do against this virus. The more informed we are as a country, the better we'll reduce spread. Again, I'm Dr. Brian McDonough. You've been listening to Coronavirus Today. You can also join our video version on YouTube. Please wash your hands. Thank you.